Hello and welcome to The Jamie and Stephen Show. Let's talk movies, music and magic with your hosts Stephen and Jamie. Jamie! <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> Cheers, hands! Bibbity-bobbity! Bibbity-bobbity-boo! <laughs> yes! Is that the clue? Yes! It's uh, Cinderella! It's Cinderella! <laughs> yes! Bye-bye war yes. and hello to Disney! <laughs> For those of us who have been following, we have trawled through those war package films and we are yeah. now on Cinderella. Yes, finally. Back to full-length feature films. Yes. And fairy tales and oh, magic. What a good one to start with as well. Well, to restart with, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. First of all, we can switch it up a little bit. Okay. We're going to go straight into like synopsis and facts and all stuff like that. Yeah. But first of all, this time, what did you think? Oh, straight away. Straight away. Okay, you're going to... I don't know if you're going to be surprised by this. Go on then. But... I made sure that my phone was away. Mm -hmm. I was sat. Finley was sat with me. Yeah. Um. We watched it last night. Yeah. And Jacob was as usual in and out. And I can honestly say that I was glued from start to finish. Oh. Yeah. And that I was like enjoying. The film. Yeah, I must admit, I enjoyed this as a story. Yeah. And the problem with this is, obviously we know it's been done. Yes. So many times. Yes. Many, many, many times. But... Shall I let you into a secret? Oh. This might be the only version of Cinderella that I've seen other than the live-action remake. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. I've not seen the Whitney Houston one. Oh my god. Which you told me to watch. Yes. I had it on for about five minutes, that went off. Oh. Then um the Sneakerella. Oh, what is that we want with them? Really do not know. Oh. Really do not know, but I've not watched that version. Okay. I know that there was a version done by was it Amazon? Oh yeah, I've not seen that one with Camille Cabello. Yeah. Camilla Cabello. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've not watched that. Idina Menzel, I think, is in that. Yeah, I've not seen that version. I've never seen Cinderella as like a pantomime or a stage show. Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever seen any like knockoff Cinderellas (laughs) from the co-op. So I think this is my only version. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, in spite of the other versions I have seen over the years, um, you know, it's weird. Cinderella is not one that I remember putting on a lot when I was a kid. I never had it on video. Mm. It's never. Well, you lived a sheltered life. We know that, Stephen. <laughs> We've had this conversation. <laughs> um, but I, I did have it on DV, um, on video at one point and no it was not from what I remember as a kid I think I put Snow White on more mm. um, and I think I put Sleeping Beauty on more but I never would have chosen this to put on now I that I have made the effort you know yeah. for this podcast yeah. to sit and I would now put this on it was funnier than what I remember it was just yeah I just it I was, just enjoyed it yeah it I mean one of the things about this film is this could have 
ended Disney. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like you could feel that they were, they had that pressure, mm -hmm. just as they did with Snow White. Yeah. But they enjoyed making a full length feature film. Mm -hmm. You can just tell everything. Yeah. From some of the gothic scenes where like you've got Lucifer's eyes in the bed with Lady Tremaine yeah. and um, the light through the window where it looks like prison bars on Cinderella. Yeah. Uh -huh. it, um, the fact that when she's just walking past the window the castle is in the background. Yeah. Yes. I could just tell Attention that they, detail. Yeah, they loved it. Yeah. And yeah, I've never really appreciated this film as much as I did when I watched it this time. And I think that's purely because I... This era of Disney, where it's kind of... The, the wall shorts have ended. Mm -hmm. I don't really enjoy the first, what's known as the golden era. Mm -hmm. I don't really enjoy the majority of that. And this kind of era... Cinderella kind of sits in between, well... Yeah, in the middle. Yeah. It's like the end of one era and the beginning of the next. Yeah, and because I'm not keen on the next few films either, the next era of Disney starts at 101 Dalmatians for me. Okay. So these films of the 50s I'm trying to get through. Yeah. To get to 101 Dalmatians because that's when I've got like near enough all of them I like right okay so I've never really appreciated this one but I stuck it on sat there yeah. and yeah I just loved it every everything yeah just the animation the animal characters yeah uh, Bruno yeah never knew that was that dog's name I know I completely forgot yeah Bruno yeah. sorry Disney dog as far as I'm concerned one of the best <laughs> Yeah, it was it's just, just the characterization and like when he gets picked up. And I know. Is yeah. like it just yeah, I really liked it, and I liked the fact that all of the little animals, including the birds, mm -hmm. they all had their own kind of personalities. Yes. They weren't background. No. They were personalities. Yeah, I mean the only character that doesn't have a personality is the prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but everyone is you are they make it so clear yeah who they are yeah and whether you're gonna like them or not oh yeah um so shall we get into like the film like your thoughts of while yeah. we're watching the film yeah because so I know you made notes. See, yeah. I didn't make notes. I was too involved oh uh, yeah no I made notes as I was like watching and like straight away um I loved how to the point and quick the background story is put. Yeah, um, at the beginning. You the, know, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but firstly, I loved seeing the book again. Yes. Oh, uh, God, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, the last time we saw it was Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. But to me, the book and the opening of the book is just Disney. Yeah. Um, and we're going to see it a few more times again. Yeah, this is kind of like the start. Of yeah, this, the restart yeah. of the book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and just, you know, quick intro of her, you know... Bit of background. Bit of background. Yeah. But 
It's not dragged out. No. They're clearly telling you who the main character is going to be. Yeah. And who the possible villain is. Yeah. But not quite yet. You know, the way that they're portrayed at the window and looking down. Her true colours are not shown. But it's the angle of, you know, Cinderella's down outside at the fountain and they're up by the window looking down. Yeah. You know, as if they're above her already. You know, they're portraying that straight away. Yeah. Well, when you film things in power, this is something I learned at college. Oh, yeah, it's going back a year or two. Uh-huh. You wish. Is you film up to show power. Yeah. Because they're above the audience, not so much the characters, it's above the audience, they have more power. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I really like the intro. I like the fact that it looks like a storybook. It looked yes. like a, uh, a pen and watercolour kind mm-hmm. of painting. And then it went into the cartoon animation bit. Yeah. And I And straight away we're getting all the things we love about Disney. Yeah. In that yeah. opening scene from her waking up. Yeah. Oh, those birds. The birds, the song. Yeah. Um how beautiful she is. Yeah, oh how perfect her hair is. I in know the morning. after she wakes up. No, but remember, she had them in pigtails. Oh, yes, but she yeah. didn't have the fringe. <laughs> no, she didn't the fringe appearance. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the fact that um, her, while she was sleeping, she wasn't like a sleeping beauty or Snow White. Where no. it's like, oh, I, I sleep like a mummy in Egypt. Uh-huh. It's, her arm was over her head. Yes. <laughs> and I, I related to that. <laughs> What I didn't relate to is her undoing those pigtails yeah, and having and her, just... Yeah. I was like, no, sorry. But I loved, um, you know, we're, we're getting the... You know, obviously everyone knows Bibbity Bobbity Boo, but mm-hmm. to me, A Dream Is A Wish Your Heart Make is probably the second most emotional like song that, you, you know, maybe they relate to the parks like we yeah. hear often. With For me, Disney. it's. I was going to ask actually, uh, which you thought was the most, the biggest song, whether it was Bippity Boppity mm-hmm. Boop or A Dream Is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Because when I was writing my notes, I think it's a dream. Yeah. But Bippity Boppity Boo seems to have just been used in pop culture more. Yeah. So I just didn't. I just wondered, which do you think? <laughs> I think if someone was to say, um, name a song from Cinderella, I'd instantly think of Bibbity Bobbity Boo. Yeah. But if someone was to ask, name a Disney song. Uh, yeah. This and When You Wish Upon a Star are yeah. the two that come to mind straight away. Yeah. And it's just because of how they've been used since they were first brought to the screen. Yeah. They're used for promotional stuff, whether it's promoting the parks or promoting yeah. the brand as a whole. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you see adverts for booking a Disney holiday, they'll often use a either dream. of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember we were talking in Pinocchio uh, where we did that podcast and I got the songs mixed up. Uh-huh. And it's Linda Rodstan. Rodstan. 
Yeah, well, you know. That was weeks ago. I oh, know. <laughs> um, her version of this song, it's got a saxophone in it. It's okay. It's just really good. I do recommend that you give oh, that one a listen. Right, okay, I will. And, yeah, I, I remember we made a playlist to go to Florida with, and I picked this version because I thought it was a different version. Uh-huh. Because there is kind of a... Not an upbeat, but a bit of a Disney Channel remix of this song. Yeah, well, there's the, it's the park one. Yeah. Um, so like the one that I instantly think of is yeah. the one in Illuminations fireworks. Which display. is the one that's yeah. Whereas the Linda Ronstan, or do apologise, we've got that name wrong. Uh, but then I don't know her. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't worry. Um. She, that version, when it came on, it was quite slow, and I said to Luke, I went, oh, do you want me to flick this over? I says, tell you what, we'll keep it on, because it's a Disney song. Yeah. It's the Disney Park song. Um, and then she went in. Oh, she she took that song, she had it, and she... Oh, I'm going to have to... It's. I think she's just got a strong voice. Right, okay. And oh, I'm going to have to it's think the about saxophone. Right. You probably have heard it before, Oh, yeah. yeah. It's... I'll put it on when I get home and I'll text you. Oh, put it yes, on the I'll way home. This. I'll add it on at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know yeah. this version? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. great opening scene. Yeah. Um, oh, like I say, straight away we're getting the few things already that we associate yeah. with Disney. The cute little animal sidekicks, they're there. Yeah. The beautiful princess, she's there. Well, soon to be princess. Yeah, the beautiful yes. lead. The yeah. Yeah, she's that, talking to the animals, like you course, know. Yeah, you of course. I talk to my that. cat. Yeah. Like, I'm but in Disney this, princess? they're talking back. Whereas in Snow White, they didn't talk back. My cat talked back. Have you met me? <laughs> 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 no, it's Prince that talks back. He's the noisy one. Uh, um. Yeah. So then we move on to you know she's gotten dressed and um she's gone down to this is this is the bit that I when I was watching it, I was like. Why does she open the curtains when she's got to get the cat out? Because she's trying not to disturb Lady Tremaine. Yeah. But yet, she, because she's opened the curtains, which has allowed the sunlight in, when she goes to open the door to get the cat, she's got to be careful to not open it too far that it then goes over the bed to where Lady Tremaine is. I just okay. thought, yeah, I mean, that, that was just something I picked up. <laughs> Weird, but yeah. Um, love that, you know, straight away, the cat. Yeah, Lucifer's really a good character, good kind of side villain. Side villain, that's what I've written yeah. down as. You instantly see, oh, this cat is not, we're not going to like this cat. You know, towards the end when he's kind of like hiding Gus under that bowl. Yeah. I scream yeah. at it. Evil. <laughs> Leave it. They're like, Lucifer, Lucifer, let it yeah, go. Like, I Lucifer. Know. It was like, you know, when Rachel with the plane on the end of Friends? Yes. Like, Did you get off the plane? Yeah, it's like, it was. Let go of him, Lucifer. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the way that um, they did it, we're getting like a baddie. Yeah. So, and the film's only like started yeah. it, we're still in the first 10 minutes yeah so yeah I just like that it wasn't slow yeah and this was a good we were in it 
Yeah. We're in the story. And we're now in the kitchen. We're yeah. seeing more characters. Bruno, the animal, the chicks, the mice, the... Yeah. Um, yeah. And we get in that with one at nature. Whereas the other characters, apart from Lucifer the cat, they're not really fans of anything nature. No. They're kind of fashion and... Yeah. Like money and yeah whereas Cinderella's very much like no I'm gonna I enjoy feeding the animals yeah yeah so and then they wake up don't they and you hear them and yeah the way that they, they're shouting mm. her name yeah you know well, these are not nice people that's so the introductions to all of the characters are instant mm-hmm like the sisters again you can tell them apart as well which is weird because they are both the same character yeah but you can just tell them apart Uh and the voices are just the same but slightly slightly different different. yeah lady tremaine is you get who she is Mm. lucifer you get who he is Mm -hmm. uh cinderella and then when you meet the king and the duke uh-huh. you know exactly who they are yeah. as well as you say it's the prince that doesn't have a personality unfortunately yeah um but yeah we'll get to that part yeah. because there's a unfortunate reason for why he oh, has okay. no personality mm. i mean it's nothing to okay <laughs> <laughs> yes. um uh, i wrote down how um so when they find, sorry, I skipped over when they find um, Gus. So when Jack well, says about yes. Gus, wh- how do you shorten Octavius to Gus? <laughs> no, because Gus is short for Augustus. Yeah. But it's like, I know what I'm going to call you, Octavius, but for short, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's the end, the us. Octavius? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Um, And then, like, sorry, we'll jump back to um, the kitchen scene. So we know, obviously, Lucifer is definitely the bad animal. I mean, what he does to Bruno. Oh, he scratches him. And then Bruno gets... Told. Yeah, poor Bruno. Um, I wrote down Gus trying to carry all the crumbs. So when he's trying to carry the crumbs and he puts just one more and he uses his teeth to hold them and he does it like again it's like with the beads you know he's trying yeah. to get all the beads together I instantly thought of Emil. Oh yeah, yeah. From Ratatouille That's and true. I was like they must have based Emil on Gus. So when you say the crumbs... Are the so it's when she's giving the food out to the ch- oh, chickens. Oh, the, the corn. The, yeah, the corn. The corn. I've got a fun fact about that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, just tip that right in there. In Wish, there is a fat mouse that picks up corn. the corn in the exact same, same way, way as Gus. Oh, my God, how did I not see that? Do you know what? I? So I... I when I was looking at Cinderella, I thought, I wonder what links are in Wish. Yeah. And that film, it... So much so, I wanted to know if it was still on cinema. 
Oh, well, it, it's not. It's no. on Disney Plus next week. Oh, is it next week? Yeah, 22nd. Ah. So, so, for those who are listening, it's already out on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. So, I'd have watched it. Yeah. Because and I enjoyed we'll that film. But we can comment. But as we go along, anything that I remember, I'll drop in. Yeah, okay. But, like, yes. you remembered that. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I just thought, oh my god, they, they've. They clearly based Emil on Gus. I mean, the way it's just like when Emil is trying to eat all those grapes, mm-hmm. you know, in the fridge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very cute, and how you know, it's just and he uses his teeth, and then in the end, he doesn't get any of them. Because, <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, and then like I've literally written down, um. When, well, obviously she's given the breakfast to them mm. and they're given their orders and I've written down awful spoiled brats <laughs> <laughs> which is what they are yeah. and then obviously when like Gus is discovered in Anastasia's tray mm-hmm. and she runs you know screaming oh look what she did you know mm. there's a mouse in my breakfast blah 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 and then obviously then we see Lady Tremaine. Yeah. Um, giving the true her, colours. Yes, and giving her punishment. Yeah. Um, I only cleaned it the I other know. day. Clean it like, again. Clean it again. And it's like, <gasps> you know, it makes you jump. The yeah. way that she says, you know. It just comes out. Yeah, uh, I really. Yeah. Um. So then we're at the palace. Oh yes. Yes, and we're introduced to the king and the duke and yeah instantly we get their personalities we know what their story is the duke is petrified of the king and the king is a very hot-headed king Mm -hmm. impatient yeah um but also worrying about the future of his line the thing with the king is i never i couldn't put my finger on whether he was Good or, good or not. bad, yeah. Because he has good intentions well, in the he, sense of the he wants monarch. His, yeah, if you look at the monarch, if you watch the crown, you yeah. can see what he's doing. <laughs> but all he wants is a woman, so his son can get her pregnant. Yeah, so that he doesn't have to worry about the the son and the bloodline. But also, he's so kind of like fun yeah. and jolly, and yeah. because of the traditional stereotype of his figure it's he's seen as like this jolly person but yeah. then but he's he does a lot of with a sword <laughs> that I can understand why the duke is scared of him. Yeah. yeah so I could never put my finger on whether he was a good guy and even this time when I was watching it I was like okay I'm not 100% sure no and of all of the prequels that Disney have done that one could be interesting mm-hmm. when he's younger with his wife how he lost his wife how his kind of relationship with his son why he wants the heir why he, this duke mm-hmm. is like his sidekick yeah like it, that I just think he'd make a really interesting character yeah like uh, for his own story yeah but at the same time in regards to this story we're seeing we see enough of him yeah, oh, I yeah, didn't think we yeah, needed to see no. any more. 
No. And then luckily that what we did see, we got a lot from yeah. the little time that they have on screen, which was great. I mean, it's very much a female-led story. Yeah, it is. Because apart from the mice and Lucifer, uh -huh. the majority of those casts that are seen for the predominant of the film, uh -huh. Cinderella, her two ugly sisters, sisters yeah. Lady Tremaine and the fairy godmother. Yeah. Which, all female. Yeah. That's all I've got to say to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. The, um, yeah, and then we're back at Cinderella's house and we get the the next song, Sing Sweet Nightingale. The scene was funny in the yeah. sense of, you know, again, what I found funny is, and I, I wrote it down, it's Lucifer. Mm. He's in that room with them and he cannot bear to listen to the awful singing from yeah. Drizella. Yeah. And he decides, I can't have enough. And he leaves. And as he's walking away, he then hears the song again, but sung properly. <laughs> yeah. And you almost get that, you know, he notices that this version is better. Mm. But because of who is singing, yeah. he then is, you know, the villainness comes out and the, his nastiness and he decides to torture in a sense of she's clearly cleaning the floor, it's sparkling and he dips his paws in the dust and while she's singing away oblivious, he has dirtied the floor all over again with his paw prints. That's just a cat though. Like, there have been times when those little electric candles over Christmas, I've literally, a cat's knocked it on the floor, I have picked it up, put it on the table, walked away, and then I hear it fall on the floor again. I pick it up, back on the floor. Multiple times. To the point where it's just like, well, I'm just going to leave it on the floor. Okay. It's clearly where it's going to live. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that... I think with Lucifer, one of the things about him is... Um, Obviously, really, this is a home invasion of mm -hmm. this other family. Mm -hmm. And because Lucifer's not a kitten, he's no. an older cat. Yeah. And because of the age that Cinderella's shown in those early pictures. Yeah. Um, that cat definitely came from Lady Tremaine's. Yes. Wherever they came from, yeah. the cat came as well. And it's almost like you've got Lady Tremaine, the two daughters, and mm -hmm. the cat. That's and the it's, package. And we're taking over. Yeah. So... I like Lucifer as a character. Yeah, but it was just, I thought it was just very clever in the sense of, you know, even the cat can't yeah. bear his own family. Yeah. Because of how ugly and awful yeah. they can be. And yet, even though he knows that Cinderella is better, his wickedness is, yeah. takes over and instantly, you know, like a bully. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, and it's, instead of going to her for love and affection he, mm. he tortures her and yeah well they all know that Cinderella's better than yeah them. they all do mm. as it gets to the point of the film where Lady Tremaine realizes mm -hmm. it was Cinderella mm -hmm. like and her eyes glow yeah <laughs> um she realizes Cinderella's better than them it's yeah. the reason why she hides her away it's the reason why she mm -hmm. 
tries to stop Cinderella from going to the party yeah. while she um, the two sisters as well obviously they're very much like two they're the best friends and you've got little Cinderella who's thinking but when she turns up in that dress it's almost like no mm -hmm. she looks better than us why yeah. is she going that's not fair they know yeah. she's better and I think yeah. with Lucifer as well you've just mm -hmm. said that she he knows that she is a kind of person yeah and it's that kind of no i'm not happy with that so they get uh, cinderella answers the door to mm -hmm. the knock and it's the letter saying yeah. all eligibles all, all eligible maidens must attend yes i don't know if that was the right way it was said but yeah and um yeah obviously cinderella sees her opportunity like oh my god i can finally wear a, a, something other than this maid outfit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i can you know get dressed up and yeah obviously you know lady train reminds her of all her chores and and yeah so we're excited until she realizes that she's not gonna get time to you know, it's when Jack says it. Yeah. It's like Cinderella's not going to the ball. And it's a really stop moment. Mm -hmm. Because all of these little characters that have kind of just been those little side things, mm -hmm. they now have a part to play in yes, the film. Yes, a big part. And they changed the course of it because yeah. obviously she is now yeah. going to the ball. Yeah. They realise, they that see point. that she's going to need help. Yeah. And, um, and, it, and then we get... The, the next song Cinderella yeah love this it was on one of the sing-along videos that I had I used to know all the words um, this scene I've probably watched more than any other scene in the film because of the sing-along video yeah. yeah and it's just very cute and how the animators went to the lengths of figuring out well if i was a mouse <laughs> and i was going to make a human-sized dress <laughs> how would i get that needle up there yeah. how would i get those scissors to cut that ribbon it was so good and then when the camera what does, does that wide shot and you're seeing all the string hanging yeah, the lifting, and the birds the are helping as well oh yeah it was the threading of the needle for me <laughs> when she kind of licks, licks the it. thread and she's got the needle and she's kind of got one eye shut yes. and she's going to aim it and then her whole arm goes through <laughs> that eye of the needle it just yeah yeah i just thought it was really it was really well put together and comparing it to snow white mm -hmm. it's kind of akin to the whole washing for dinner yes because it's the side characters mm -hmm. Could that sequence have been cut? I think the sequence with Jack and Gus and Lucifer could have been just a little bit shorter. Yeah. Which, you know, when they go to get the... But I am glad it's there. Yeah. We need to see them try get yeah. the bits yeah. and have that other interaction with Lucifer. Yeah. But it could have been a little bit shorter. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. but And then, obviously... When they do eventually get away from them, they're almost finished the dress, and what they've brought is like the final touches. And, yeah. It's um, a shame they brought them. Because they're the bits, the reasons why the sisters rip all the dress. Yeah. 
I know. Yeah, it's like, oh, damn nice. Yes, and which is the next bit, obviously. Mm-hmm. Cinderella puts the dress on just in time. Just in time. For this. And that hair's still perfect. Uh, <laughs> um, for Bitch. this. I, I wrote down, like, the ball is at 8 o'clock at night. I, I think that's quite late. So what we're saying is that in the space of four hours, yeah. which is what, in minutes, 240 minutes, the carriage arrives, mm-hmm. the girls have their dress all, do that bit with the dress mm-hmm. and whatnot, they arrive at the ball, Cinderella then meets the fairy godmother, they then go to the ball, the prince meets all the other people and then Cinderella they dance for mm. what can only be about what an hour and a half two mm. hours he falls in love mm. <laughs> and then she buggers off yeah it's funny like ooh. like come on yeah but I suppose they didn't really think about time as such no but I did yeah I know <laughs> when I saw we 8 o'clock it was like do. it's one of those things so that they hope people don't pay attention to and we do we yeah. always do. But, but then if you just... only saw the film once at the same time... Yeah, cinema, you might not. Yeah. It's only now because we're sat there watching them repeatedly or we're watching them because we're going to do a podcast. <laughs> so she's got the dress on. She's made it. She's run down the stairs. Uh, what is it she says again? Um, wait for me. Is it wait for me? Oh, she yeah. Says. She's like, wait for me. Yeah. Wait for me. And... Oh! This horrible, horrible scene. Mm where they tear I mean the, the beads really set it off yeah it's like, oh. and it's Lady Tremaine yeah by pointing out these beads yeah. don't they just add a nice touch Drizella yeah and then she realises it's her beads and yeah. then she rips them and she then she knows what her daughters will do yeah and it's that spiteful because she can't go back on her word no but the original plan didn't work yeah but she's got yeah. that little bit under her sleeve. Bitches. I know. But really, really good. Yes. The only comment I had about that bit, though, was... So they rip off the sash. Uh-huh. And they rip off the beads. Yeah. But then they go things like, and this bit, and that, uh-huh. you're a thief. It's like, hang on, that's all her mum's dress. Yeah. <laughs> like... The, like, full-blown attacker. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Right. But then we get to probably the most iconic scene in the entire film. Bippity. Bippity. Boom! Yes! The fairy godmother yes. arrives, thankfully, to save yes. the day. Um, and, yeah, obviously she had no idea she had a fairy godmother. No, well, we all don't. No. No. Um, yeah, I just loved everything about this scene. And it doesn't matter yeah. how many times I've watched it and how many versions of this scene I've watched it's still good. I like the different layers of character characterizations that go on in there because the fairy godmother is like, yep, you'll need a carriage, yep, you'll need a horseman, yep, you'll need this, you'll need that, you'll need this, right? Have a lovely time. And Cinderella's literally stood there like, hang on. <laughs> um, yeah, what am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? And it's what she picks to be the things. You know, yeah. the the horses stood there saying, well, yeah, of course I'm going to pull this carriage. Yeah. No, no, you want the coachman? Yeah, you want the driver. Yeah, the mice yeah. are going to be the horses. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so, it's funny. 
yeah. it's good. I just I liked all of that. Um, I liked just the, the animation of it all as oh, well. And it was fab. That the what the wand like the yeah. dust, the magic dust. So coming away as she anything she does, it's there. My next little wish. All oh, right. Okay. Wish treat. Okay. Um, I'll sneak a few into it. Yeah. Bit. The magic wand that Asha uses uh-huh. is meant to be the same magic wand, and it's the same effect. So those white dots that uh-huh. come out that is used in Wish as it is in Cinderella. Oh. Mm, I that... can't wait to watch Wish. I again. know. I know. And... Because I want to see all these Easter yeah. eggs. <laughs> And she's wearing the godmother's cloak. Oh, was she? Yeah, it's the blue cloak with the little pink bow, and she's wearing it, and she has the wand at the same uh. time. And oh, <laughs> and the bit that blown my mind. She changes animals into other animals with the wand when uh-huh. she's running through the thing. She gives a tree a dress. Mm-hmm. And the third spell that she does is she enlarges an apple. And in Cinderella, the fairy godmother changes animals into other animals. Yeah. Gives Cinderella a dress and changes the pumpkin. Yeah. Enlarges the pumpkin. Yeah. It's so good. it's the same yeah. spells. Oh. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it again. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm like... And I'm going to be looking out for oh, yeah. all of those. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The ter- transformation of the dress, um, you know, I was like literally there, you know, like, how do they do it? And I'm watching it and like, it's just still so I I, I amazing. I was watching. I think it's because so much changes in different ways. Yeah. That it, it's, you can't pinpoint no, moments. No, Can I use this opportunity to kill a myth? Okay. This was not Walt Disney's favourite piece of animation. Oh, no, I've got it written down that it is. He said it was a great piece of animation. It's the only bit of animation he is known to quote of what his opinion was. Okay. It's just been misquoted afterwards. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've got it written down that it's one of. Yes. His favourite. Yeah. Not that it is the favourite. No. But... It might be his favourite from this film, I don't know, mm-hmm. but it is not his most favourite piece of animation. Okay. Why, do you know what is most favourite? No, 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 no one knows. Yeah. No, it's just always but, thought of as being that. Yeah. And although it I mean, is brilliant, uh-huh. and it probably was, but he's yeah. never said it. I mean, I've seen... The pencil drawings of this mm. and I've seen the clips of the paper that oh, paper, yeah, yeah. you know um, flipping the pages and I've seen a clip put together of the pencil drawing turning into the line drawing and then mm. the ink and then all finishing off as the transformations happening and even in pencil form it's still so amazing ma- it's, it's magic yeah it's just magic and it brings back to that first thing that we said at this podcast it's disney yeah and it's there it's that scene and no one else no other animated film or studio has done anything 
as good, no. I don't And think. even when Disney have tried, so when Elsa's dress changes, or when you've got like the Little Mermaid where her legs oh, yeah. appear, it's just not as good. No, the only other one, and I know we're way off this film for her yet, and hopefully I'll remember to talk like mention this Cinderella moment when we get to that film. Mm-hmm. But the only other piece of animation I think um, that matches or could be slightly better is the Beast transformation in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. From Beast Prince. Yeah. That is I wasn't thinking about the boys. Amazing. Yeah. And yeah, that them two are probably and again even with CGI animation, it there's just nothing else. Oh no! I mean, although the frozen I think knowing bit, that someone has done it with a pencil, yeah, yeah. is real. what makes it. Yeah. It's real. It's there. It's like you can say what you want. Oh, it's a film. It's a cartoon. Well, no, those what you're seeing mm-hmm. has been drawn. Yeah, by someone it with their hands. With their hands. Yeah. it's been in their mind. Mm-hmm. Now it's on paper. You're seeing it. In a film. In a film. In a cinema. Like, it must have been amazing seeing that yeah. on the screen. That yeah. moment as well. You know, we've having to come from all of these wall shorts, wall yeah. packages, and because Bambi was, what, eight years before this? Yeah. So the last animated film mm-hmm. was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that's like. No, we don't. Because that kind of gap hasn't happened... And the thing is, I can't. I've asked my granda and grandma before about the cinema because they did go to the cinema during the war. Mm. Um, but we know that the animated films yeah. and or films from America in general, yeah, didn't reach over were, there, yeah. yeah, and especially by the time the war started, there was massive delays in mm. them getting. So. I don't remember them saying that they saw any of these um, feature-length films, you know, during no. the war. It was when they were re- re-released yeah. and they were dating or yeah. married and they'd gone to the pictures to see. Um, well, this one, obviously 1950, after the war, but still my granddad and grandma, when they were talking about it... Granddad and Nana, sorry, they um, they never mentioned Cinderella. No, mine neither. My never. granda mentions Bambi and Snow White a lot, and how Final he saw Fantasy them. Three was the one that my granddad mentioned. Donald okay. Duck, always talking about Donald yeah. Duck, uh, but never really mentioned this one. Uh-huh. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'll be visiting soon, so I'll definitely I'll have to ask yeah. him the ones that they did get to see, yeah. especially during the war as well. Yeah. Because it would be interesting to know if they got... I mean, it says, obviously, the release dates, but that could have just been in certain cinemas, and obviously, with them being in Aberdeen, miles away from London, who knows what films they got, Mm -hmm. you know? But, yeah. So, she's off to the ball! Mm, Off to the ball. Off to the ball. And she arrives, and um, I love that the soldiers... Um, have a Check her out. Yes. Yes. Dead little buggers. Um, yeah. But at the same time, all that effort to make a coach and horse and everything, nobody sees it. Nobody sees her getting out of the coach. No, well, I suppose she's, she's just late. like wandering around, like, oh, yeah. where is this ball? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where have 
quite school. Yes. Um, and yeah, and the prince, as he's um, introduced to Drizella and Anastasia, he sees her. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her with that perfect hair. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkly um, dress. And then they, they nice. dance in the, under the moonlight yeah. and fall I, madly in love. I love the, singing a song. <laughs> <laughs> I love the bit of animation and just because especially at the parks, um, where Lady Tremaine is kind of trying to look through mm-hmm. the crowd at Cinderella and the Prince dancing and she's the that animation, her mannerisms yeah. are perfect because you see those people at the parades, mm-hmm. at the fireworks, where they are literally just trying to have a good look. And yeah, between people's it, heads yeah. or above people's heads. Yeah. yeah, and I really, I thought that was just an amazing bit of animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, you're seeing it from a different perspective. Yeah different angle that yeah. you wouldn't normally you know and it was just her the arm movements mm-hmm. it was so although she's a villain and she's got that power that power's gone and she's almost mm-hmm. acting like an old woman then yeah. trying to get a look but she can't because there's all these tall yeah. young people stood in front as of her as if she's a bit anxious yeah and she's not Obviously, a fair maiden, eligible no. maiden. No. So she doesn't have that kind of standing as no. the, we've talked about the male female mm-hmm. inequality. Um, but she doesn't have that power. No. So it's it's just I uh, just thought it was really bit of good animation and yeah it shows her that's the start of her downfall. Yes. That's the change of her as a character uh-huh. because. She becomes evil after that. She's not just a bitch, she becomes yeah, evil. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then the clock strikes midnight. Yes. Um <laughs> and obviously she has to go. Goodbye! Goodbye! <laughs> oh, when will I see you again? <laughs> never! Never! Uh, no, that's super beauty actually. Um, yeah, but um no, he says, How will I find you? I don't even know your yeah. name or something like that. And yeah, and she. She's like, I haven't danced with the prince yet, and he's uh, like, what? Yeah, that's it. She doesn't realise that, no. which is, um, you know, quite. It shows her innocence. Yeah. She's that, oblivious that the man she was actually dancing with was the prince. Yeah. She and had no not, idea. It shows what a sheltered life she's had. And the fact that she's not just interested in him because he's the prince, yeah. like all of the other girls that have been pulled up mm-hmm. in front of him over mm-hmm. the last well not that many hours because it started yeah. at eight um yeah and as she's running down the stairs one of her glass slippers falls oh, off just oh, the one just the one and yeah obviously leaving that behind it's the only clue to um the lady that the prince falls madly in love with and then yeah we get back to it's well it's the next day after yeah. our pumpkins ran over <laughs> by the horsemen that they Smashed. I mean that was, horse- that was the that was her dream. Yeah. Her dream's just been smashed, smashed by And then she apologizes to the horse and the mice. She's I like, know. I'm sorry. I know. It's like I'm going to be sorry for. I know. But it's just because she's too nice. Um <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
I want to quickly point out as well, um, I did write down that, you know, when she's arriving, sorry, when she's arriving at the castle and she's in the coach, I noticed that the coach is obviously so bright that it glows as it's going through the, the village. Did you oh, notice that? No, no. Yeah, it's almost like it's a light bulb and oh, the light okay. is shining against the as it's going through I the must village. Admit, I struggled not to think of the carriage in Shrek. Because oh, yeah. it's a spoof of this. Yes, it is. And it's yeah. an yeah. onion. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that's because, right. Yeah, I just... <laughs> but no, I, I wrote that down. Um, and... Yeah, I've also... I did write down, like, how, you know, the prince unfortunately is boring and yeah. um, even during that dance sequence <laughs> I'm not looking at the prince I'm looking at her yeah um just because obviously I'm so chuffed for her mm -hmm. and you know she's finally getting this moment and it's private it's just them two but yeah and also it's good that I mean we look at this from an opinion from 2024 yeah um but the fact like I said female led yeah. majority female and we're looking at her we're following her mm -hmm. yeah okay she falls in love with a prince and lives happily ever after so what yeah people can do that yeah but it's the fact that this guy doesn't come in and save her no it's, he doesn't even come around with the slipper no <laughs> he doesn't go out he doesn't want to kind of there's no interest in like women no just you know sleep around or anything like yeah. that or it's not to make him perfect no he must have a queen yeah it's all about her mm -hmm. and it's i mean i don't know i'm not a woman so but it could have been quite empowering yeah i mean i i just seen it as i was rooting for her mm. it's literally like i'm rooting for her i want her to win um I want her to have a better life than what she's got and I yeah. certainly want her to you know get the prince simply so that you know the ugly sisters and you know ladies Trevay don't have that life yeah. um, I'm I never watched this film as a kid and even now and think, oh, I'm going to find my Prince Charming no. one day. Although I have technically found my Prince Charming Thank in you. bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was not that easily influenced by, you oh. know, and Disney, it, it, to me, doesn't focus too much on which is probably why the prince wasn't given the development or partly because mm. you know he didn't want to go down that road of developing that character too much because he just wanted it to be it's her. Cinder yeah, yeah it's, it's Cinderella it's her name and it's about her winning yeah and and you know and that the way she's been through the her entire life since her dad died Mm -hmm. You know, still being kind, still being gracious, being yeah. respectful, being patient, yeah. being hardworking, and that one day her dream will come true. And it 
did it. Yeah. And good for her. Yeah. It's not even so much that her dream is to marry the prince. No, her dream is to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Until have a happy ever after. She's looked at that washing up and gone, oh god. <laughs> I just wish she's done what we've all done. <laughs> so we're coming to the end of the film now, right? So, um, try and get through this bit as quickly as I can, because obviously, I mean, we knew this was going to be a long one, mm-hmm. um, because we've been waiting so long for a, yeah. for a good film, um, but yeah, so. So much happens in this final scene. You know, the Duke's turned up with the glass slipper and Anastasia and Drizella obviously are, you know, made to be... that uh, They're the last two maidens to try these yeah, shoes on. Yeah. And Lady Tremaine has figured out that the mystery woman could potentially be Cinderella. How? She doesn't know, but... She doesn't take the risk she and she looks look familiar. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's that girl who have been living <laughs> with and made a slave for the last X amount of years. Yeah. Not only that, but would the slipper have fit Lady Tremaine? Because she's got little feet. I don't know. Under that dress, when yeah, you see it, she's yeah, got little feet. Little feet. Um, but yeah, she locks her up. And so Gus and Jack are on a mission to yeah. help her escape. While we are seeing this, um, you know, funny scene happening yeah. with the sisters squeezing their ginormous size nine feet. Big it was clearly <laughs> a four. <laughs> it's a size four glass slipper. Yeah. Maybe three and a half. <laughs> and they've clearly got size nine feet. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it, uh, it's quite tense, I think. Yeah. The mice trying to get the key well, and like, then getting the key up the stairs. It's like when Lucifer comes along with his bowl, it's like, no, bad yeah. kitty. Yeah. Bad kitty. I mean, my cats are like, I haven't done it because <laughs> I am shouting. Yeah. I'm like, no. It. The emotion is there. Yes. And again, it's Disney. Yeah. You've got that emotion. Yeah. And then just as they get to the door and Lucifer, you know, yeah. gets them and it's like, yeah. no... And then Cinderella remembers Bruno. <laughs> we don't talk oh, about no. Bruno. We do in this film. Um, oh, yeah, and all the other animals have to help him get up. Yeah. And it's so. It's the horse. He's yeah. like, I know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Though I don't speak bird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, very good. And yeah, Lucifer. I did write down. Did Lucifer die? Because you just see him fall out the window. And Cats do land see, on their feet. I know, but from that height. And they can survive heights. Oh, well, because you never see the cat again. No. But it's left up to the imagination. Did he die or not? Because you don't see him splat. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but you see version. him fall, and it almost as it's about to hit the ground, yeah. and then it switches. Wait for the copyright to run out. <laughs> like uh, we need the. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see that version. Um, and and then, yeah, she escapes finally and she's running down the stairs. Wait, please wait. <laughs> Can I try it on? <laughs> and he turns around and says no. <laughs> and then Lady Tremaine does this one 
final evil act and trips over the duke mm. and the glass slipper smashes. Obviously, the poor duke thinks, I'm going to die! Yeah. <laughs> He's going to kill me! He's he is shitting bricks! He's going to take like... that sword and it... slit my throat! Gone. <laughs> but then, Cinderella, you know, magically... Uh, well, I wonder where she was keeping that. Brings out... <laughs> The other glass slipper and... Um, I have the other one. Yeah. And that one fits. Of course her shoe is going to fit yeah. her. But I suppose it's a magical yeah. glass slipper. And then, slipper. yeah. It was a bit of a middle finger to Lady Tremaine. It was! In her like, eyes! I have the other one. Yes! <laughs> Bitch. Yes, definitely! <laughs> um, yeah, fab. Yeah. And, and then obviously, you know, they get married and... And that's how it ends. Yeah, lived happily ever after. And then, Alander, after, and then the book, the book clues. And then, the book closes. We're recording this at like 10 o'clock at night. One of us is tired. (laughs) I have actually written down, I have the other slipper. Ha! In your face, Tremaine! Fair enough. So, for those who've never seen Cinderella... (laughs) Don't need to now, we've just... (laughs) Just done it. But yeah, I I, I just enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I just enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Apart from the prince not having any form of character whatsoever. So why did it... Because you hinted at that. Yeah, so apparently he was going to... He was going to have a song and everything. Jesus. And um, yeah, there was going to be a scene of him, I think, in a forest or hunting or something like that, hmm. which they do put in in the remake, the Kenneth Branagh remake, the 2015. Oh, okay, yeah. With and, um, Madden. <laughs> but Walt Disney decided to completely cut hmm. it all and only give him what Good. we. Didn't yeah. need it. Didn't need it. Did not need it. There's nothing in that film that I think, oh, I wish we had that. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I'm like, oh, is I would like to have known what happened to Lady Tremaine and the two yes. sisters. Yes, I mean, in I can't remember. Because in theory, Lady Tremaine, I mean the sisters, mm. just the sisters, but Lady Tremaine has imprisoned... Yes. A girl. Uh-huh. She has taken over the estate that I don't know if I don't know how the laws would have worked then. Would she yeah. have inherited that or would Cinderella or would a male heir? Because mm-hmm. I know in Jane Austen's time it was a male heir. Yeah. Um she's also tripped the duke. I know. And she smashed. I mean, that, that could slipper. be classed as treason. Like because he represents is, the monarch. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that we don't get to see what happens, no. am I going to lose sleep over it? No. no. But that would have been nice. But yeah. Apart from that, the rest of the film, everything is. Yeah. Even the bit at the beginning, which is just done as artwork. Yeah. Completely fine. I don't yeah. need to see that. No. Um. So, yeah. So, shall we get into the facts? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, do you want to start? So, um, I've got a few facts about these songs. Okay. Well, I don't have really anything about the songs other than the one, but you go. Yeah, so, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. I actually mm-hmm. prefer the Helena Bonham. 
Carter version. Oh, which how does that go? The same. Oh. But she's You more, prefer her singing it. She sounds high. Uh-huh. A bit drunk. She's like bippity boppity boo. Oh right, okay. <laughs> Just give that one a list. You'll be listening to the soundtrack on the way home, you uh, Yeah, things. I am. Um it was a hit single four times. Uh, the most notable singer was Perry Como. Oh! Mm-hmm. Guess when he released it? Was it, like, I don't know. 1949, before the <gasps> film. Just before? Yeah. The song was written in the 40s. Right, okay. So, um, it was nominated for an Academy Award for the best song. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, none of the nominations they won um, because it was nominated for Best Original Score and Best Original Sound. Mm-hmm. Um, the song itself, and this is why I was a bit like, which is the most... Iconic song. Iconic, that's the word I was looking yeah. for. Um, because it's used so many times across just different things. Mm-hmm. And... So, just sticking with Disney, it's featured in Cinderella 2 mm-hmm. and the live action. Uh, it's also on It's a Small World, the updates, and it's where uh, the Cinderella characters are, appear. Okay. The songs in the background. Well, they've removed all, they don't have that in Disneyland Paris one. Don't they? Nope. Oh, well, they do elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> um, it's featured in the King Arthur Carousel. It's also featured in video games Kingdom Hearts, Dreamlight Valley, and Just Dance. Uh huh. As with most things, it's in House of Mouse. Okay. But my fact for this was have a guess who you think sings it in House of Mouse. Is it Minnie? Nope. Oh. This is going to blow your mind, and I really wish that I could uh, go and watch it. Oh, okay. Is it someone we like? Is it a character? It's a character. It's a Disney character. Oh. It's from a Disney classic film, but it's from later. Ariel? No. Belle? No. Oh, I don't know. Jafar. What? <laughs> yeah. Jafar and Diego perform the song in House of Mouse. Oh my God, how random. Yeah, I want to watch that. <laughs> I want to know who said that in the storyboard. Let's give this song to Jafar. Well, he gets the magic wand. Oh, okay. Oh, I've not seen this. Yeah. Um, it's going to okay. have to. Um, it's also featured the Bibbidi Bobbity Boo. The title is named in Return of Jafar. Okay. It's in the Hercules TV show. It's in a TV series called Jesse. And is also in Once Upon a Time. Um, in the Disney parks, uh-huh. we know the Bibbidi Bobbity Boutique. Yes. Which is a play on the words. Yeah. Um, in the original uh, the platinum edition of the dvd the special features were listed as the bibbidi bobbidi bonus features <laughs> which isn't really a fact that is going to I mean, change anyone's milking. life but uh, yeah they're yeah. milking it now um outside of disney and dragon ball z there are three characters called bibbidi babbidi and mejian boo okay <laughs> and in south park mr garrison spoofs the song Okay. But that maths. Okay. Uh, the other song, A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes, is featured in Cinderella 2 and 3 and the live action and Sneakerella. 
Uh, it's also featured in Full House and is one of the main songs in Disney Illuminations in Paris. Yeah. Which. Yeah, we mentioned know. earlier. Yeah. It's also on the King Arthur Carousel, and is featured on over fifty Disney albums. Yeah, it's like compilations yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And that's just the Disney released ones. Yeah. It's fifty-one Disney ones. Mm. Uh, the Disneyland Hotel in California, there's a switch, don't really understand it, but basically you press the switch and it's when the fireworks and lights come up underneath your bed and the song plays, a dream is to wish you home. Oh yes, I have yeah. seen that. And I do have two more facts, I'll leave one with you, but the final fact that I have that I just thought, yeah, this is the ultimate Disney song. Uh-huh. Um, at the Disney Legends ceremony in 2011, uh -huh. uh, the song was sung by Jodie Benson, who's uh -huh. Ariel, Paige O'Hara, who is Belle, Anika uh -huh. Noni Rose, which is Tiana, Tiana. and Leah Sang Salonga, yeah. who is Jasmine and Mulan. Mulan so yeah. the princesses, yeah. the existing princesses yeah. at that time, all stood there and sang Aww. that song. I think I've Which, seen that video yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have. I went out looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, we both came up with a fact that was quite sad about this song. Yeah. So I'll let you, I'll let you take over. For oh, that okay. Um, yeah, so, the, so Cinderella was played by um, Eileen Woods. Um, she only acted in one... She only like made an acting appearance where you saw her in one film, but overall she did mainly voice work mm -hmm. um, and singing. And um, yeah, this is so sad. So she passed away. Hold on, I've got it saved on my phone. I didn't write it down. Um, where is it? So... Um, she suffered um, with Alzheimer's disease in the later years of her life mm -hmm. and during this time she didn't remember that she played Cinderella no. but um, nurses claimed that she was very much comforted by the song A Dream Is A Wish Your Heart Makes which like I wanna like I oh, I just wanna I pause feels, the podcast for yeah, five seconds and get feels and be like that. that because that's her voice yeah she's singing it yeah and the fact that she can't remember playing it but that brings her comfort uh -huh. must be something yeah somewhere inside of her that just has that last mm -hmm. connection um I mean as we know yeah. it's an awful disease anyway but. It, yeah, it's just awful. Um, but at the same time, you know, the song... Yeah. I mean, on the lighter note, Eileen Woods was... Um, when she sang the song, Walt asked her to do the backing vocals as well. She actually sang three different tracks and they were all put together and it's all her voice in mm -hmm. that song. And it was the first time that it ever been done, mm -hmm. ever. Um, the Beatles would do it. They would be the ones that bring it to the foreground, but mm -hmm. 
decade earlier, um, Eileen Woods was doing it. So yeah. not only is she the voice of one of the Disney princesses, but she's also the first person to, I mean, that type of doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you listen to songs, especially in the 90s when you used to have bands where one voice sung louder than the rest at yeah. the end, always doing different words, uh-huh. but the rest of the band would sing, uh-huh. including that voice as well. It's the same, mm-hmm. same principle. So, you know, she was the first. So we may not know her name or what she looked like in our popular culture mm-hmm. today, but she has a lasting effect. Yeah. Um, yeah, also I've gotten down that um, her friends were the writers of the music. For Cinderella, okay. and they just—they didn't tell her that they were doing the music, uh, and they said, "Oh, look, will you do this demo for us? Yeah. We've written these songs, and we need a voice to get the job." And she said yes, and it was two of the songs she sang, and they took it to Walt Disney, and because um, apparently he was struggling to find his Cinderella, and they said what about this girl and yeah boom he listened and was like get her in yeah there she is um also she her mannerisms apparently were um drawn into well the 90% of the film was done in live action yes and yeah. they were drawn yeah. but we're using them and Cinderella models. does have a model mm-hmm. who isn't Eileen Woods no. but apparently they did want to give Cinderella some things of Eileen yeah. um, so the model was called Helen Stanley um, she was also the live action model for Princess Aurora mm-hmm. and Anita in 101 Dalmatians which is so weird because, like, why would she have a model? She doesn't yeah, really a... do much, but yeah, okay. And she's also the live action model for Anastasia in Cinderella. Oh, the ugly sister? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did read that um, they used a lot of the models. Apparently, it saved money. It was yeah. cheaper. Yeah, because you didn't have to. It was. It was all there for you. You could just, yeah, just copy draw rather yeah, than copy, yeah. um, imagine it and make a mistake. Yeah. Um, another model for the film was Eleanor Audley. Not only was she the model for Lady Tremaine, but she was also the voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and she became the voice and the model for Maleficent. Mm-hmm. And now I thought that this was a uh, someone who worked on the parks. Um, whose name just really does it's going to come to me as soon as I've said it but apparently she's the voice of Madame Leota in a haunted mansion what? no whereas I, I thought it was that was woman. yeah Summer and her daughter Kim is Irvin. now yeah yeah so but I've seen it sourced on a number of things weird I thought it was a miss like someone's Unless got that wrong she does it for Walt Disney World and Irving is Disneyland? No, I thought they were Or is the it the other way? I just thought it was the same. Weird. Yeah. Oh, well. I did not know that. No, I, I looked yeah. on two or three different places. Or was it that she was going to be 
No, she's then credited then... as the voice of Madame Yeats. Okay, yeah, I always thought. Or is it her face? No. Irving's face is Madame Leota, but it's... No, because Kim Irving says um, at the end, when she goes, hurry back, that's her mum's voice. Oh. So I don't know. Weird. Oh, okay. I'm hoping that it was just a... Uh, it's one of those things that one Could person not, sourced it yeah, and then and it's then if it, yeah, it might just not be been accurate. copied on. But if anyone knows, let us yeah. know. Yeah, email us or leave a comment. Um, yeah. yeah, because I think that's the thing. You think that the internet, you can find everything, but there is a lot of yeah, wrong there is stuff a lot of wrong there. information. And when and people repeat it, yeah, then people believe it's true and it's yeah. not. And I'm really hoping that that one. Well, no, I'm not really hoping that it's not true. But, but we just want to know that. I just it, want it, to know. Yeah, yeah because in. I believe yeah. that it. Is it the behind the attraction? It's the Imagineering. It's the Imagineering, yeah. isn't it? I just wish yeah. I could remember her first name. Yeah, I can't remember. I can picture her. Yeah. She's got jet black oh, hair. Yeah. And, like. And her daughter's blonde. Yeah. But yet, they look like each other. Yeah. I think one of their hair colour came out of a bottle. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> no offence to either one of them, <laughs> very beautiful women, but there is a difference um, there. Uh, right. I've got some facts about some of the voice artists. Okay, go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've already mentioned Eileen Woods. Yeah. Um, the voice of the fairy godmother is Verna Felton. Yes. And we brought up this name before. I know. Because she, she's in Dumbo. She played some of the elephants yeah. in Dumbo. And um, if you listen to the Dumbo podcast, you would have learned that she died the day before Walt Disney. Yeah. Her first work for Walt Disney was as an elephant, and her last work for Walt Disney was Winifred the Elephant. Yeah, in Jungle in Book. In the Jungle Book. She also voiced um, Queen of Hearts. Yeah. Aunt Sarah. Yes, in Lady of the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp. And, and Flora. Flora, yeah. She was also the voice of... Well, I won't say this with direct fact, because even Disney do not hold records. Okay. Um, but she may be the voice for Aurora's mother. No records exist oh. on who that artist she is. She has one line. She has one line. And um, when we get to Sleeping Beauty, we're going to have to listen. Um, we're going to have to find that out. We'll and have to listen. Yes, I thought I'd do a bit of a Sterling Holloway and just find a fact. A new fact every time she comes up. Right, okay. That's and that's one the one, one fact. Okay, so when we get to Sleeping Beauty, we must remember yes. to see Burn if we can. See if we can solve the mystery. Yeah. Or if anyone else knows the answer, <laughs> yes. let us know. Yes. Because that, I love finding out stuff like that. Yes. Okay. The other thing I have as well is um, some of the characters are voiced by the same actor. Unfortunately, I didn't write the actor's name down. Oh. But Jacques and Gus. Oh, it's um, the McDonald guy that did Mickey. Oh, that takes yes. over from. Okay. Yes. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And Louis Van Ruten oh. voiced both the King and the Grand Duke. So we had oh, conversations really? oh with him. Oh my himself. god! 
God, I wouldn't yeah. have said that. No, they're different. They okay? are so different. Are different. I mean, the way the Duke's like, please, sire, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and the, the Duke's like, deep and powerful and, you know, and very, like... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. King-like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got some background information on Cinderella about the timeline, but mm-hmm. I know you've got, like, 20 pages of facts. Well, so. no, you've had some similar, but, yeah, I've got the potential timeline um i do have this is a good one so when obviously the time came when disney was able to finally make a full-length feature film and um, because he had so many projects you know that had been put on the shelf and mm-hmm. ready to start he couldn't decide between cinderella and alice in wonderland so he separated two teams of animators to do each film and whoever finished first got Oh the, wow. I know, That's and, <laughs> and Cinderella won. And then Alice in Wonderland is literally the following oh, year. Yeah. Um I'm I know we're not at, I know Alice is next week, but wow, it's so good that Cinderella was first. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Because I've already started to read into the next one, and boy, it had issues. <laughs> yeah, and Alice in Wonderland's one of yeah. It, we'll yeah. get to well, that. Yeah, next we'll week. get to that. Wait next seven week. days. Um. Yeah, and yes, it saved Disney. Yeah. Um. It was in four million dollar debt. Yeah. And I wrote down. Um. So it cost two point nine million. Mhm. And it made. Worldwide, mm-hmm. 96.3 million. So one or two pennies yeah. more. Mm. And with that money, with he the, that worse, was though. able to get other projects off the shelf, start looking into Disneyland, as in break ground, put money on the land. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had already been to see the land but he just didn't have the money um so that video of him i think walking through the orange tree farm thing that was like before um you know when he's wearing that straw hat love that love that picture of like that video of him um so yeah it just it just it paved the way and they uh, yeah and it saved the company and they say that the company has got it it's like its own rags to riches kind of you know fairy tale which Cinderella was as well yeah um the prince is never called Prince Charming no um and he doesn't have uh, a name we never hear his name he's just just referred to as the prince um Whereas the prince in Snow White did have a name. Although we don't hear it. Although it's yeah. never mentioned. No. Whereas this is just the prince. Yeah. And I it, I couldn't find where the whole Prince Charming came from. No, I think it's just I a, think it's just a name it's given happened. to those types of characters yeah. from fairy tales. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's French. Mm-hmm. Which 
I didn't realise. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was German. Um, a German mm. story, but, you know, it's French. And I thought I had it written down when it was set, but no, I've not. Um, but, yeah, it's set in France and is the first Disney film to be set in France. Um, so, the although the fairy tale, there are multiple different versions, the ones that this is based on is by Charles Paru. Yeah. And it would have been the 1700s. Oh, okay. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the name. Decided not to write that down. No. <laughs> um, it's the first Disney film to have its songs published and copyrighted by the newly created Walt Disney Music Company. So that's okay. something else that got started. Yeah. Um, at that time. Um, yeah, I've written down as well, this, which I found really interesting, and this is obviously it pays tribute to Walt's detail, uh, uh, attention to detail, and his perfectionism in his films. In regards to the full length, for me, with the wartime. I feel he wasn't on top of them enough and no. there was definitely he was definitely doing something else because the way he picks at the feature like the full length films mm-hmm. how he allowed some of the stuff to but anyway <laughs> we're past that we're past that um, so yeah a scene was cut where Cinderella eavesdrops um, on the ugly sisters they've returned from the ball mm. and they are chatting about the mystery girl to Lady Tremaine they can't get over it they want to know who she is and they're talking about her and Cinderella eavesdrops on them mm. and it was going to be drawn or created that you know yeah. she's smiling and she gets a kick out of the fact that they don't know uh. it's her and Disney didn't like it and cut it because he felt it portrayed her as smug. Yeah. And he didn't want her to be that, so they didn't put that in. Mm-hmm. It's portrayed in... Uh, that is in other versions of Cinderella. Yeah, which I mean, does overhear them talk about the mystery girl. Although I would never looked at her as smug, but... No. Yeah, it is put in other versions. I know the original version has the ugly sisters that cut off toes, so the slipper fits and oh yeah, gets really like gruesome. Yeah, things like that are continued. So different things. I don't think Walt needed to worry about smugness. No. Not compared to that. <laughs> no, no, not so. at all. Um. Yeah, it was Disney. Uh, apparently that suggested the layering of the harmonies in Sweet Nightingale mm. um, which like is so random like yeah. why would he even think and it they're not 100% sure but it could have been the first time that that was done um, the recording of different harmonies and then layered on top of each other yeah similar uh, the yeah, same with Irene similar, Woods, the yeah. Sang, yeah um Right, I've just got four left. Yeah. Have go you got any it. left? I've got a few, but I'll oh, let you go. Okay. Um, so this is so 
bizarre when I read this fact. Um, so in the original fairy tale, mm-hmm. did you have this as well? No. About the slipper? No. <gasps> right. So the original fairy tale wasn't a glass slipper. Oh, I have wondered why it's called a slipper. It was um, a squirrel fur slipper. Brilliant. That yeah. would have matched that gown a treat. Apparently, um, the, the 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 guy that was in charge of writing the concept, the story for Disney, mm-hmm. um, got the French word "ver" mixed up with "ver," so "ver," V A I R, is a word for um, animal fur. <laughs> Squirrel carcass. Like, yeah. And ver, V-E-R-R-E, is glass, because you would say ver de vin, glass of wine. Okay, look at you. (laughs) Uh, Of course it's wine. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want a bottle, it's... um... Now. (laughs) (laughs) What's the word for a bottle again? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, So yeah, he mixed those up when in the translation and uh, or got confused when he looked up the word and so he wrote a glass slipper down even though good no one ever wore glass slippers and it was not in the original french fairy tale but yeah yeah it's better than especially because she has animal friends (laughs) (laughs) and i wouldn't have looked good i don't think gus and jack would have saved her gotten that key so quickly you're meant to be yeah. <laughs> can you imagine if like she was just there and they'd been turned into horses and it's like bang there's my outfit with my matching squirrel hide slippers and they're walking past and like I mean, just was saying, that really the fashion John <laughs> what's happened to you oh yeah mm. but um and I actually wrote down, thank God, yeah. he mixed those words up. Yeah. But all the adaptations of that story in with the glass of... It's yeah. because of that guy. Yeah. And his name is Peril. Peru. Peru, Peru, Peru. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, whoever did, did put the story together for Disney, like, it's thanks to him that all the adaptations of that story she wears a glass slipper or glass slippers and loses a glass slipper on the stairs good because the whole squirrel thing I don't don't agree with her is murder um in 2005 when Disney re-released it for its platinum edition Mm -hmm. it sold 3.2 million copies and made 64 million dollars in sales now I know when was that? 2000? 2005. Now you see, I had some on this um, about the home releases, so I'll just oh, yeah. slip him. Uh-huh. Um, so it was re-released in cinema in 1957, okay. 1965, 1973, 1981, 1997, and in 1995. It was first released on VHS and Laserdisc in 1988, but here in the UK we didn't see it until 1992. It was the last Disney Platinum Edition ever to be released on VHS. Okay. 
the first DVD was 2005, and the first Blu-ray, I'll say that again, the first Blu-ray was 2012. It also received a limited edition when uh, Kate and William were married. Oh yes, I remember that! Yes, which was basically just the platinum edition, but with a... a different cover. A different sleeve, cover, yeah. And it was called the Royal Edition. Yeah, the Royal Edition. And here it is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually have that. It, yeah, because I, I didn't I, have the DVD. Yeah, so I, I think I may version. have had that one as well. Yeah, I think I got rid of it though when I got them on Blu-ray. No, no, yeah. no, no. Um, so that's some of the home media releases. Um, anything else? My final fact is um, the castle in this movie mm-hmm. is based on the same castle that Snow White and Sleeping Beauty castles were based on. Oh. And that is the Neuschwanstein Castle in Bavaria, Germany. I think I've said it right. Neuschwanstein. If I've not, I apologise. I don't know how to speak German. But yeah, so it's the same just give me a minute while I uh, wipe the spit from my eye. <laughs> <laughs> New Schwanstein. Mm-hmm. New Schwanstein. That sounds bad. Yeah, New Schwanstein Castle in Bavaria, Germany. Um, yeah, it, it's very iconic. I've, I've seen loads of pictures of it. It's mm, featured it in the Imagineering in a lot um, when they're talking about the design of the castles. And um, yeah, mm. so they're all based on that based on one from the films not yeah the castles the, in yeah. the park but from the films so obviously we've missed talking about the parks yeah the main one I Walt, know, Disney, Walt World Disney World, World yeah is Cinderella which is weird because you would have thought that Disneyland would have been it was the concept art for Snow White wasn't it um, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I know, because he tied the two together, didn't he? Yeah. Do you the know what? Of... I still think that the Paris one should be Beauty and the Beast Castle, but, you know, Yeah. I need to get over that. But really. no, Walt Disney World, <laughs> I mean, they do weddings with the Cinderella Castle. Yeah. They call the suite in the castle the Cinderella Suite. Yeah. Which costs tens of thousands of dollars to... You can have breakfast with the princesses at Cinderella's Castle. Yeah. So you can meet all those princesses. Beforehand, you meet Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Around the side of the castle is um, a hidden golden carriage, which you can go in and have your photo done. But yeah, Disneyland only Paris is open. Oh, yeah, Disneyland Paris has a carriage as well, and but it's got like a gate of uh, in front of it. And oh no! If that's open, can, you can then you can go in. in. Yeah. yeah, and you. Um, Character meets around that area include uh, the two ugly sisters, mm-hmm. Lady Tremaine, Cinderella, yeah. Prince Charming, mm-hmm. and four mice, most of which were featured in the uh, 100 year anniversary mm-hmm. parade thing that yeah. Disney Paris did that oh. I heard was the most exciting thing in oh, the world. Yeah. And Jack and Gus are featured as one of the 50 gold statues and Cinderella's dress being made is featured as uh, one of the metal statues in Paris. Yes, that they had for the 30th. Yes. Yeah, the garden, 
it was these amazing it was 30 of them mm-hmm. um these like garden they were made of like sheets of coloured metal yeah almost like moved. what you would make a wind chime yeah. out of um yeah. they were yeah um character of cinderella is featured in um the once upon a studio mm-hmm. along with lady tremaine lucifer various mice and yeah prince charming and whatnot and the ugly sisters but is also featured in uh ricky ralph 2 ralph Briggs. oh yeah just like everyone else has yeah um so yeah the other thing that i have going right back to the beginning an idea for cinderella um first came about what made it in 1922 as a Mm laughogram um in 1933 uh it was decided they were going to make it into a silly symphony However, by 1938, they decided that it was too complicated for a short and was going to be made into a feature. However, it was shelved in 1945. It was picked up again in 1948. Thank God. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so do you have any more facts? I don't have any more facts, but I have just a final thing about the... All the different versions of the film yeah, that there has been, in regards to, you know, we've asked before in the other previous full-length ones, you know, should have it been remade? Mm-hmm. Should it be remade? Now, obviously, this was one of the early ones that yeah. they chose to remake into live action. Um, you know, some people will class the Glenn Close 101 Dalmatians is the first-ish, but no. Yeah, it's not part of this. No, I think this canon of films where they've now decided they're just going to remake every single classic Mm. for money, um, I would have classed this as really the first. Yeah. Um, So yeah, 2015, I think it came out. I did not see it straight away. I only saw it, I think, during COVID. No, yeah, I didn't see it straight away, but I did see it. I think we bought it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Not when it first came out. When it's, it was in yeah, like we've said, it gives the prints a, a much, you know, yeah, yeah. stronger presence. You know, he's a full-fledged character. He's played by... Um, oh, is somebody, Richard Madden. Yes, Richard Madden, yes. that's it, from Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Cinderella is Lily James. Yeah. Helena Bone Carter is the fairy godmother. Her mum is played by. Kate Blanchett. No, that's oh, you mean the mum. Yes, sorry. The mum who again has got more presence in this one is um oh the woman that plays Agent Carter. Oh okay yeah, yeah. I don't know her name. No, but... I can't think her name. But, oh. um, Do you know I what? I can't remember who plays the dad. But yeah, obviously Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett blew my mind. So in one year, we watched Thor, mm. Ragnarok. We watched this Cinderella, and Oceans. Is it Ocean Eight? The all-female one. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blew my mind. In fact, I was at yours. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, it's the same person." I know. What? I know. <laughs> So my admiration yeah, for her as an actress, actress. just yeah. yeah went right up there. The fact that I didn't know all three were the same actress. Mm-hmm. No. In regards to character development, um, 
for Disney to fight. But I don't think they needed the remake. No. No, um, it's not needed. It's not needed at all. I think it was just like the hype around it. I remember like the whole Swarovski crystal slipper, uh, which I've seen now in real life at 100 exhibit. Okay, yeah. Um, and oh my god, yeah, like it's. Oh, is it good? Very sparkly. <laughs> um, and it looks heavy mm. as well. Um, the you know the costume and everything like all of that was amazing to watch don't get me wrong yeah. but th- th- this just was wasn't needed. now I've rewatched this yeah I just don't feel it's needed especially when before Kenneth Branagh's version mm-hmm. there had been many others yeah. before it and I wanted to mention too that I enjoy watching and I've actually watched more than the uh, this mm. one that we've just spoken about and that is the Brandy um, the Rogers it's officially <laughs> called Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella mm. and it's a full blown musical um, produced by Whitney Houston starring Whitney Houston as she well wrote as the theme tune she sang the theme tune <laughs> Um, as well as Whoopi Goldberg um, and yeah Brandy plays Cinderella I remember when this debuted on TV see I've never seen it until you told me to watch it and five minutes in it uh, went off it was Sunday it was a Sunday evening and I'm sure it was channel 5 that's a channel on British TV (laughs) and yeah and (laughs) We'd all sat as a family. My dad was even there because he was like really into his R&B at the time. So the fact that Brandy and Whitney was in it, he was like, oh yeah, we're watching this. And now I don't like musicals, Mm -hmm. as you well know. Yes. But I love this one. Like I really enjoy this one. It's nostalgic for me because... Mm -hmm. Oh, the, 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 the being there at the TV on you know, Sunday evening watching the premiere and and I had it on video mm-hmm. and then it's finally on Disney Plus yes and um, yeah so I've watched that loads and I think it was 97 it debuted maybe I'm not I think it was 97, no. 98 the other sorry the other version and that I've watched and again I'm sure this is on Disney Plus as well is Ever After which is the Drew Barrymore no never seen that one either so Drew Barrymore is Cinderella Mm -hmm. and Angelica Houston is the stepmother Mm -hmm. Um, the prince is oh it's the Scottish actor who's the body in Mission Impossible 2. I'm oh, talking to the wrong person. Yeah, I was going to say. But, second one. Um, it's like a... Oh, never mind. I, I'm not going to remember. But yeah. And it's just a different take on Cinderella. And a bit more believable version you know it's set at the time that you know the book was written Mm -hmm. and it's yeah 
Um, again, I don't think it's set in France though. I think it's meant to be in Italy. Okay. Um, because they incorporate, I think, Leonardo da Vinci into it as well. I, I can't, I can't remember how, or a painter of some kind. Yeah. And he has painted her portrait. Um, and it's, not but it's just a different take on the story, but hmm. fab. You know, it's like a masked ball that they go to, and she wears a mask, but. Do you know what? This is the second podcast in a row that you've recommended watching other films. <laughs> it's like, yeah, have you seen Ichabod and Mr. Toad? No, but watch Sleepy Hollow. Yes, yeah. Have you seen Cinderella? No, watch yeah. this other one. <laughs> but my point is, having rewatched the original animation, I've now enjoyed and yeah. fallen back in love with that version. Yeah, I'm, this is... After Believing that other versions were better. Yeah. This is definitely not so much won me over, but I've appreciated it more. Yeah. Um, so just before we go, because we're on our longest podcast I today. I know. Um, have you got the I Internet Movie Database? I am <laughs> Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that, didn't we? Yes. When Cinderella's cruel stepmother prevents her from attending the royal ball, she gets some unexpected help from the lovable mice Gus and Jack and from her fairy godmother. Not accurate, mm. uh, but that's what they have. Mine's spot on. Oh, like, right, okay. <laughs> girl finds a prince after leaving her choice to chores to go to a party <laughs> <laughs> yeah she does she does she does she does she has a happily ever after out of five a four four yeah this will be my highest um, is. and which was shocking because when i was thinking about it i thought i've been saving fours for those that are not fives excellent <laughs> yeah but that I will happily rewatch again and again, um, that are not necessarily perfect. Yeah. And because I genuinely couldn't find any fault, I enjoyed the songs. The animation was magical. The story was good. It wasn't long. I mean, it's only an hour and fourteen minutes. Shorter than this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that sorry, but there was just too much to say. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I liked her. I liked yeah. the goodie and the baddies. Yeah. Plural. Three. Okay. I'm not shocked by that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it one of the best Disney films in the world? No. Is it a really, really good Disney film? Oh my God, you've got to go out of your way to watch this. No. Is it just... A good standard Disney film mm -hmm. yeah yeah are there better yes are there worse god yes oh yes so I've just watched quite a few of them yeah <laughs> so for me I had to put it directly in the middle and actually with this film now we're a little bit more into the podcast doing more and we're past those war shorts and that golden era of the 30s and 40s um the three for Cinderella is going to be like my post. Okay. 
that is what I'm going to be comparing other films to because yeah. this was the best standard film. Yeah. And had everything mm -hmm. it needed to for a standard mm -hmm. Disney film. Yeah, I will definitely be comparing in regards to good music, um, animation, story, and you know, good characters. Yeah. Then yeah, this will definitely be what I compare it to. Um, so yeah. Oh my God, this has gone on so long. It but has. You know, we knew this was going to be long because yeah. of... Well, there was so much to catch up on. Yeah. And it's a new era of Disney and it's the first of uh, the back to normal films. there's probably films. more we've missed. Oh, there's loads. There's loads yeah. that we've missed. Um, but if you're a fan of the show, you can obviously check us out on threads yeah instagram with the handle the jamie and stephen show yes you can head over to youtube uh you can also email us at the jamie and stephen show at outlook.com jamie yeah. sat there nodding <laughs> to make sure that i get everything correct uh, yeah there's no at before it's the the email address but it's just oh, okay. because yeah it's just she the Jamie and Stephen show at Outlook.com. I know, but I just don't want people to put the wrong email in. Cause well, then we won't get yeah. the email and no one will know. <laughs> um, next week is Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Mm. We will. Oh, that was a silence. No, we'll really try and not make that anywhere near as long as this. No. This is long just simply because we're just happy to be back to full length animation. And it was, you know. An, there were going to be certain podcasts that are this length, yeah. but not every single one. No. But thank you for sticking with us. Um, the last little thing that I will just say, uh -huh. just the last bit before we go, before I say our goodbyes. So if you're listening on this day of release, it's the 12th of February, 74 years before, on the 15th of February, was this premiere of Cinderella. Oh my god, we're we were so close! Date. Oh. And with that, well, we'll speak to you next week. Yeah! See you next we'll week! See you next week! Bye! Bye.